Christ is mine forevermore. This month we've been uh, talking about being thankful. Uh, trying to focus a little bit on uh, being thankful and the many things for which we are thankful. So I'd like to begin this morning by reading to you from 1 Thessalonians in the 5th chapter, verses 16 through 18. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let's pray. Gracious God, we do thank you for this opportunity to gather in your presence, to hear your word. So now may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts be acceptable in your sight, for you are our strength and you are our Redeemer. Amen. In his book, Living Life on Purpose, Greg Anderson tells a story about a, about a man whose wife had left him. The man was devastated, deep in depression. He'd lost faith in himself. He'd lost faith in other people. He had lost faith in God. And he found no joy in living. One rainy morning, he decided to go to the small neighborhood cafe for breakfast. And there were several people in that little diner, but no one was speaking to anyone else. So our sad friend hunched over the counter and began to stir his cup of coffee with a spoon. In one of the small booths over by the window, there was a young mother with a little girl. And they had just been served their food when the little girl broke the silence by almost shouting, Mama, why don't we say our prayers here? Well, the waitress, who had just served their breakfast, turned and said, Sure, honey, we pray here. Will you say a prayer for us? And immediately the waitress cleared her throat, got everybody's attention, and she said, Bow your heads. And surprisingly, one by one, all the heads in the place went down. The little girl bowed her head. She folded her hands. And she said, God is great. God is good. And we thank Him for our food. Amen. An amazing thing happened that morning in that little diner. That prayer changed the entire atmosphere. People began to talk to each other. The waitress said, we ought to do this every day. And remember the man at the counter? The one who lost faith in everything? All of a sudden, he said, my whole frame of mind started to improve. From that little girl's example, I started to thank God for all that I did have. And stopped majoring in what I did not have. And I started to be grateful. We all know the importance of being grateful, don't we? We know how saying thank you can radically change relationships. You know, one of the first things I learned as a child 
And one of the first things most of us parents teach our children is to say thank you. Somebody gives our child a gift or, or a piece of candy and we say, what do you say? And immediately they pretty quickly learn to say thank you. And certainly as an adult, we know how much we value words of appreciation. We like to hear people say thank you. Yet when it comes to giving thanks to our Heavenly Father, we often fall short, don't we? We are blessed in so many ways. But all too often, we take those things for granted. Even fail to acknowledge them. At least I know I've been guilty. Centuries ago, the psalmist wrote a great song of thanksgiving. I first learned that song as a child. I learned it from the old King James Version of the Bible. And I still like the lyrical sound of the King's English. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before His presence with singing. Know ye that the Lord, He is God. It is He that hath made us, and not we ourselves. We are His people, and the sheep of His pasture. Enter into His gates with thanksgiving, and come into His courts with praise. Be thankful unto Him, and bless His name. For the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting, and His truth endureth to all generations. That's, that's Psalm 100, a great song of the faith. How can you read it? How can you hear it read without, without picking up on this attitude of joy and celebration as, as the psalmist contemplates coming into God's presence? Make a joyful noise. Serve the Lord with gladness. Enter His gates with thanksgiving. Be thankful. For the Lord is good. Centuries later, the Apostle Paul would write a letter to the church in Philippi. And he said, rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Do not worry about anything. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. I know some days, I know some days I don't feel much like being thankful. Perhaps you've experienced that too. I imagine there were even days when the Apostle Paul didn't feel like being thankful. I mean, look how many times he was arrested, brutally beaten, imprisoned, chained to a Roman guard. He endured persecution and suffering at the hands of, of those who wanted to shut him up. Who could blame him? Who could blame him from getting angry? Who could blame him for being resentful? 
for not being thankful. Yet that's not the picture. That's not the picture we get of this great servant of God. Paul was an encourager, always an encourager. He encouraged the Christians of his day, and I believe Paul still encourages us today to live every day with an attitude of rejoicing, even if and when we don't feel like it. Rejoice in the Lord always, he says. And Paul promises that when we come before the Lord in a spirit of thanksgiving, the peace of God, a peace so great we can barely comprehend it, the peace of God will guard our hearts and minds. What a promise. What a blessing. Oh, if we could live every day like that. With a spirit of rejoicing with an attitude of thanksgiving. You know, I think one of the reasons that we have trouble living that way, with a spirit of rejoicing, with an attitude of thanksgiving, one of the reasons that we struggle as we, is that we connect the adjective thankful with the preposition for. Do you remember your parts of speech? Think back with me to high school English. Remember what you learned in that class? Thankful is an adjective. It's a descriptive word. It it describes the kind of person we are. It expresses our attitude. And for is a preposition which must be followed by an object, right? We are usually thankful for something. When we think of being thankful, we think of the things we have to be thankful for. Oh, I know I'm not supposed to end a sentence with a preposition, am I? But I wanted to emphasize that word for. We talk about all the things we're thankful for. We even sing about it. Think about the song for the beauty of the earth. It contains a whole list of things For which we are thankful. For the beauty of the earth. For the glory of the skies. For the love which from our birth over and around us lies. Lord of all, to thee we raise this our hymn of grateful praise. Verse after verse, the writer reminds us of the many things for which we are thankful. And then several years ago, Songwriter Dennis Jernigan wrote a great song. We've been using it at the beginning of each sermon this this month. And it's all about giving thanks. And he also draws upon that word for. For all that you've done, I will thank you. For all that you're going to do. For all that you've promised and all that you are is all that will carry me through. Jesus, I thank you. These songs are great. And these songs are true. We do have so much for which to be thankful. But there is a hidden danger associated with this line of thinking. Because when we always associate being thankful with the things for which we are thankful, when we think about being thankful for things, 
and we don't have the things we think we deserve or we've lost the things we once had we often stop feeling thankful we begin to fo- when we begin to focus on the things we don't have when we think about the things that are wrong with our life with our world we can become resentful and bitter and we don't feel like being thankful that's what can happen when our thankfulness is connected to things or circumstances or even other people I think the Apostle Paul understood that when he wrote that letter to the Christians living in Thessalonica the the verses I read at the very beginning the Apostle Paul wrote rejoice always pray without ceasing give thanks in all circumstances for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you notice Paul did not say give thanks for all things no he said give thanks in all things Paul shifts our focus from being thankful for things to being thankful in all things no matter what may happen as followers of Jesus Christ we can live our lives as thankful people Paul even says it's God's will for us to be thankful and when we think about the boundless love of God for us, when we, when we think about God's amazing grace, when we focus on the forgiveness we have received through faith in Jesus Christ, how can we help but be thankful? Certainly that's what God wants. God wants us to be thankful in all things, in all circumstances. For God is good. No matter how bad things may get for us, God is good. And God's nature will never change. And God's love for you will never change. And God's grace will never diminish. Because God is good all the time and all the time God is good. Like the psalmist said, his mercy is everlasting, his love endures forever, and he is always and forever faithful. A week from Thursday, we're going to celebrate a special day we call Thanksgiving. And traditionally for most of us, it's been a time to gather with family or friends to share a special meal. This year may be a little different. There may be fewer people around our table than normal due to the pandemic. But the food will still be wonderful. The bond of love that holds us together will still be strong. We will probably still be tempted to overeat. And we will still set aside some time to give thanks to God. At least I hope we will. I mean, the whole purpose of the day is for us to do that. To be thankful. 
We may even take time to go around the table and let each person there say a word or two about what they're thankful for. There we go into that sentence with a preposition again. But more important than the things for which we give thanks, let us give thanks to God simply because God is good. That's what Paul would encourage us to do. I believe if Paul were here with us today, I think he would challenge us to have an attitude of thanksgiving, not just on Thanksgiving Day, but every single day, because every day is a day the Lord has made, and we are to rejoice and be glad in it. Every day provides another opportunity to give thanks with grateful hearts. And how can we help but be thankful? When we consider the depth of God's love for us, a love that is boundless and forever. In Jesus Christ, we are forgiven. In Jesus Christ, we are set free. Through faith in Jesus Christ, we have eternal life. Thanks be to God. Amen. to 
golden shore and mine are keys to zion's city where beside the king i walk for there my heart has found its treasure christ is mine forevermore come rejoice now O my soul for his love is my reward sin is gone and hope is sure christ is mine forevermore come rejoice Christ is mine forevermore.